From Post Loudness, this is Open Ended. Where two best friends blur the lines between fact and fiction. And this week we're talking about... Problematic music. So... <laughs> yeah, you came right out the gate. You're like, how about this? I'm like, okay. All you right. seem like you really want to talk about this. Yeah. So okay. take it away, James. All right. So I had I had a little bit of a feeling this morning. I mean, not this morning, actually. Yesterday. All right. Mm-hmm. So what happened yesterday? <laughs> uh, you know how like mu- new music comes out every Friday, right? Yeah. You know, like there was a lot it of... It used to be on Tuesdays, which I personally prefer, but... Why? No, it's on... Um, I, I, it was like forever, like decades, um, it was on Tuesdays and it gave me something to look forward to at the beginning of the week. And then I would have like a whole week to like, kind of like, um, live with the music. And then they changed it to Fridays about two years ago because, um, it thought it was better for, uh, sales because people buy, buy things more frequently, um, over the weekend, not during the week. So, well, we see how yeah. buying music turned out. Um. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. No one's going to got anyway. Yeah, no, I, rem- I remember I, having like the New Music Tuesday Yeah, that was like newsletter a special thing. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I used to have a New Music Tuesday live journal blog that was wow. actually pretty really popular. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What, um, what, is the, uh, what is the URL? Can I find it? Uh, it's probably blocked. New music because I because I because I shut all that shit down. Let's see. I'm I'm like I'm gonna go to the Wayback Machine. New Music Tuesday. Share, Vincent Live. You won't find it. Journal. You won't find Share Vincent Live Journal because I don't have my name on my Live Journal. I locked all that shit down for friends uh, only. Long time ago. No, I'm gonna find it right quick. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to the Wayback Machine. <laughs> broom, 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 broom. All right, web.archive.org. All right, new music Tuesday share Vincent live journal. Did you use your real name on it? Nope. <sighs> nope. It was under a pseudonym, and I'll never tell you the pseudonym. You have to torture me. I will find and it. Maybe even 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 then, you will never find it. And also, I like locked all that shit down to like private profile like a decade ago. Like I don't think I've ever had it um, a public one. It was like. It was really popular for people who like like you have to like I would have to add you on into my friend list, but like there was about five hundred people deep who used it. It was pretty rad. Mm. It was more or less like a secret version of indie music exchange. Remember that on Live Journal? I do not remember that. It it was it was kind of a place where like you can find pirated music back in the day. Mm. That was that was but that it was um it was uh, beta tested and also it was like it didn't have any Trojans or anything weird going on to it. You can just download it and you wouldn't have the risk of like getting something that was like fucked up. Well, well, I mean, no, I didn't. I mean, it, I, I didn't find anything. I mean, like there, there was some really interesting stuff I found here. Phil's <laughs> music television with mystery link and it happened to have only 69 views. Uh-huh. <laughs> a nice all right i'm voice. all right i'm closing the browser okay okay so back to where we were so problematic music still so problematic music i uh so friday you know came out with a lot of like new shit like tori ma had a new album i saw jay-z's mm-hmm. like album went everywhere outside of title but mm-hmm. then like you you know we, we've talked so much about like my love for ratchet shit right sure so, yes. so i saw 21 savage put out a new album 
Okay. Um, Do you know Twenty One Savage? I know a couple of songs of theirs. Yeah. But, so um, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not as well versed as probably you are. <laughs> I think I think that's I think, that's, I think that's pretty accurate. That I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so like Twenty One Savage, he um he did this. Uh, he was best known for this like mixtape that he put out with Metro Boomin, who is essentially like my producer idol in a way. Sure. And um, Metro Boomin, and he had that song like X by him and Future that was pretty popular. Anyway, everybody has been looking forward to this like new album that he put out, including me. So nice. I had already listened to 444 all week because somebody hooked me up with the zip. I'm sorry, Jay. And you know what? <laughs> he's okay. Like he's like, like he's like legitimately okay. Like he's like really close to like a billion dollars. Like he he's I right. yeah. He ain't missing your 9.99 or whatever it's called. I mean, but there's a lot of people who has also hooked up with the zip. I don't know. Anyway, I felt guilty because he even called out people fucking uh, ripping shit on the song and i was just like ah, uh, i'm like whatever. listening to it right now oh fuck anyway <laughs> anyway so i'm i i downloaded 21 savage i didn't buy it um and you know i usually how i listen to music is i will usually listen to music on the walk from my house to the train you know, it's like just enough time for me to get into like an album and I can pretty much finish an album within the course of my whole walk to my train ride to work. So it's like a good way for me. Like, all right, like this is a new album I should be checking out. So pop in my earbuds. I hit play, um, you know, your AirPods. You know, I didn't want to I didn't want to be that <laughs> insufferable. My wireless. Okay, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> my wireless Apple AirPods. <clears throat> the ones look like Barbie shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I get through like the first like two two uh songs and you know it's like typical you know 808 ratchet shit you know talking about uh dracos and and lean and molly Yikes. you know the classic stuff you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know it's what i expected like it was friday i needed to you know get through the day and i can't remember what song it was but there was one song that popped up and it gave me pause because like he he, he and he said it in passing and he essentially like called your squad queers. And it was definitely not in a way that was positive. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no, yeah. yeah, and and I remember exactly how I felt when like I heard that lyric. Like like I was in a solid mood, you know? Like I was like, oh yeah, like, this is some like ignorant shit, you know what I mean? Like I'm right. I'm hyped up, I'm whatever, I'm sipping yeah, so get you I'm, yeah, so get you ready for the day. I'm sipping my cold like, brew, you oh, know, right. just like So you were already like on ten because you're in the fucking cold brew. So I was on like, ten. You could um, probably like, you know, smash a window with your elbow just because, you know, for fucks, you're like, Yeah, fuck it. Right. Right. Rainbows. Woo. And then this dude is like, uh, my queers and it's a little problematic. Right. And like, yeah, so then like that's it and I remember exactly how I felt. Like there was like it was like it was almost like the feeling of like somebody like punching you in the gut and like all the of, yeah and like you lose all the air and you're just like 
this completely took me out of the entire album. And yeah, that's, that's and then, a bummer. I'm sorry. Yeah. And whatever. Like, I, I, you know, so. He lost a little bit of a shine, essentially, is what you're saying. I guess. Yeah. That's, that's a good way of putting it. Like, it lost a little bit of a shine. And, and I tried to listen through the rest of the album. And I got to, like, three more songs. And I, I just couldn't. I was, like, completely thrown out of the experience. Because I knew in the back of my head that he essentially like used me people i know people i love (laughs) people i literally love um as a slur you know what i mean and i and i had to turn it off and then i ended up listening to 444 and and, which is a whole another mess of problem right right so 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 that's also where i'm going here you know what i mean so I guess it's kind of touching on like last week when we had our fake outrage of Hotep Corner volume two, but mm. like kind of pulling in some stuff. So also Jigga like was talking about, um, you know, Jewish slurs. You know what I mean? Like he was using uh, the stereotype that like Jews own all the property. You want to know what's more important than throwing away money at a strip club? Credit. You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? That's how they did it. Financial freedom, my only hope. Fuck living rich and dying Classic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anti-Semitism. Yeah. Right, exactly. So... And even that statement is like rooted in so much because there are black Jews and <laughs> you know what I mean? And like yeah, exactly. and colorism exists everywhere and yep. all this shit. So it's like, but the interesting thing about it is like, I didn't get the same reaction when listening to that. Like, like I was aware in myself that like I put that on the side and I listened to it. And this isn't the first time either. I mean, like, um, a big example for me because you know how much I love Future. And on his song, I'm So Groovy, on his <clears throat> on his uh, self-titled album, the one that came right before Hendrix, he says, fuck your squad, they some queers. And I had the exact same reaction and this also is not the first time he's done this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's and it's and it's and it's like a feeling of like some people can like remove the people from the music. But then like you know, like let's get say for instance like R. Kelly. Kind, yeah, R. Kelly. Prime example. Chicagoan. Um Kanye West. What's my high school? <laughs> my high school both of them actually yeah oh man like i'm I'm not here to like shit on our own city here but like yeah kanye r kelly like they're problematic they're problematic and yeah but remix ignition pop song (laughs) uh fucking um we uh when i got married we played good life as we like walked down the aisle like but there, there's like there's this kind of feel, and it's like, what is the line? So like, legit, like, I didn't expect my whole walk to the No Strand AC to be thinking about 
but then again, I guess like this is kind of what happens like when you're hyper aware of shit and you have generalized anxiety is that <laughs> you you live in your classic. head a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic, uh, classic ne- neuro, classic neuro typical, you know what I mean? Like yeah, exactly. fucking bipolar um, mm-hmm. and ADHD and right. anxiety. All right. Just anyway. having mental, just having mental, mental illness. Yeah, and, man. You know, so, to relate to the music or the, the art that you um, are becoming not just acquainted with but just interacting with mm-hmm. there's so many different nuances and layers that are going to be brought up and to a certain extent i think some of it not so much triggering but also intentional triggering i think what do you mean by that well like so like in the 90s you know people were really um like the, like the 80s oh are you talking you know, about like m&m like m&m like that's an example yeah. of intentional triggering um, not where I was going, but definitely on the same path as where I'm headed. But like just okay. the, the very the very nature of hip hop, like the word bitch, um, the way they used it, you know, came, you know, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the jargon, a lot of the um, a lot of the language that's used in hip hop came from like, you know, not just the streets, but also in prison. And so they like, try to reclaim those words, like the N word, like nigga, like that's like, that's something they try to reclaim in music. So, you know, queer is a word that is used a lot in the media and it's like, it's kind of a trendy word to a certain extent so like for them to like try to reclaim it as their own putting queers not necessarily as a slur like i'm not saying like what they meant was to be a slur or not but oh like, you know, they bitch. meant it as a slur totally because totally. that's the and, thing about queer like queer uh man i can't remember the, the book i read but the but th- yes, it's interesting about the reclaimed. word like it, yeah well queer was reclaimed currently right. Uh, right. and not really currently quote big air quotes currently um over the last like couple of decades because queer was used as a slur and now is being used as an official identification you know what right. i mean and but, that's I'm, but in, yeah. in, in, in like there's still people who still use it as a slur so it's, it's weird like i imagine like it's like they're reclaiming it as a slur Ah, yeah like like it's weird because that's, that's exa- yeah it's that's like, exactly what i was thinking like yeah i imagine kind of like reclaiming it because like you know words like bitch or nigga and things like that that's been like you know reclaimed so different so many different types of ways where like there's still people who are very offended by the word bitch there's still people who are very very offended by the use of the word nigga like no one wants to use those uh, no one no not a lot of people not everyone feels those words are you know for public consumption so when you know when they're used in certain contexts or different nuances you know like in that song that um 21 savage used you know it could be used as a slur very in a very derogatory way that can give you a visceral reaction where you don't want to listen to his music yeah and that's what happened like it it fucking sucks (laughs) you know what i mean and it's like uh, um so so i'm asking you in this instance like do you have any lines like is there like something that will just kind of make you go like oh there's things obviously you put a pass on because if if you were offended by every single thing then frankly the only thing you'd be listening to is like i don't know jack johnson so (laughs) 
so offensive in its own way trust me oh god yeah that is very true (laughs) (laughs) like i try to think of like the most white bread person and like even then like yeah he's like still offensive just because he decided to become a musician but anyway um (laughs) so you know like you're not gonna listen to like veggie tales soundtracks so no so like what is california raisins which is problematic because oh god (laughs) (laughs) is this turning into hotel corner volume three you know what? I'm not mad at it. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna call it that, but you know what? I'm not mad at it. Um, Hotep light. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, tangential, you know, Hotep corner. Um, so for me, I'm gonna kick it back to something. I um, there was a class I took at the University of Chicago when I was in high school. It was like an after school program, and it was taught by this phenomenal um, professor. Her name is escaping me right now, which I'm really sad about because I don't I, I can't look her up because she's no longer at the University of Chicago. I think she's like an Emory now. But um, she taught this class called Hip Hop and Feminism. And it kind of like broke my brain open as far as the music that I had always loved. Because I, you know, as I mentioned before, like I was a huge hip hop head. I, you know, I, you know, stand for Q-tip more than most rappers out here. Like I, (laughs) I, I loved a tribe called Quest. I loved La Soul. I loved... Uh, Dickable Planets, like 90s hip hop was like where I lived and breathed. And, um, you know, more recent, like in the last, like when I was in high school, I took this class in 2005. So it was like, like um, Kanye was just on the rise. Like he had just released late registration. So he was like, you know, still a young MC, like, you know, Goat Digger was a song that had just came out. And that was like one of the four, that was one of the focal points of the class was talking about this particular song, how, you know, he was taking old samples from like Ray Charles and using even Jamie Foxx, who had played Ray in the movie Ray, um, and using him as the vocals for the Ray Charles sample, but also talking about just a particular type of woman and how there is something to be said about just gold diggers in general and how that that's this form of feminism, but also just a form of owning your body and how like gold diggers are, it's kind of like a, um, kind of like a tangent of sex worker and how like sex workers were like, that was a lexicon that was just coming around in that time. Cause before it was still like, you know, they were still using primary words like hooker and prostitute and you know, or you know, the idea of a slut and all those kind of words that were, that were used frequently in hip hop, especially in that time, trying to reclaim that and trying to see and try to be a feminist as well as enjoying hip hop was kind of what helped me see that, you know, there is this art form of hip hop and they use these words not so much to trigger and anger, but also try to reshape and make new definitions for these words. So um, all that has to say is like, when I listen to music, I try to look at it through the lens of not so much the artist, but like how I react to it. And oftentimes there is this moment where I'm kind of like at the pause and think like, fuck, do I, should I listen to this? Like, this is, Mm -hmm. this is not great. Um, And so like for me, um, I think why I listen to so much like 90s hip hop is I think for me, it's not as present or like there's more artists who are not relying so heavily on using derogatory words. Like let's say for instance, uh, a a Tribe Called Quest, like, they don't they they have some problematic songs absolutely but like the grander part of photography is not as problematic as say like ice cube or like snoop dog 
when they're old mm-hmm. stuff. Like they, so like, you know, like the thing about hip hop and I think hip hop is probably the biggest one to talk about is because they use these, um, these triggering words so often in their music is that, you know, it's, there's so many nuances, there's so many layers, and there's just also so many different types of hip hop. Whereas, um, you know, you, you don't, when you listen to rock or pop, for instance, you're not confronted with so many different, you know, slander <laughs> and um, and like slanderous terms. You're, it's 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 not at, or you know at least it's like the artist is problematic. Not so much what they're saying is problematic. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, kind of go against a little bit of that, and the main okay. reason is because like. 90s hip-hop was extremely problematic <laughs> and, oh no it was and, and, and it like, was it like, was like, but, like, got, but i mean like the, the thing that i chose to listen to wasn't as problematic like, as some of it like i mean like you have like nate dog who was like super problematic you have like nas who was problematic you have jay-z who was problematic you had p diddy you had like all these massive mainstream hip-hop artists who were super problematic tupac biggie all of them were problematic as fuck but but, but I'm, the stuff that oh, i'm sorry i cut you off no, no no it's just like i and i listen to that stuff but like i feel like there's I don't know, like, I, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, mid-aughts hip-hop and, like, late-aughts. I was not a huge fan of it. That's kind of where I go. And, like, they were problematic and, like, it, talking about bitch and talking about raping girls. Like, it was bad in the 90s. I'm not going to say it wasn't. But I feel like for when I, the stuff that I picked and choose and cherry-picked, and, I, and I'm fully aware that I, peri- I cherry-picked stuff a lot. I couldn't listen to full albums sometimes because it was just, like, too aggressive. But... I don't know. Like I, I always like for me the hip hop that I mostly focus on was East, uh, East Coast music, not so much West Coast music, and that's a whole different type of conversation. But I don't know. I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the hip hop that I consumed as much as I could, and there was some stuff that I kind of just had to like ignore. And I'm not sure if that is problematic or not, but that's kind of how I consumed the music that I enjoyed. Mm. Well, but before I like go to my next point, I just yeah. wanted to read some lyrics from a very popular song <laughs> in the early 2000s that that like so so this is like again like what kind of like threw me into this um this rabbit hole about like um and I guess like with 21 Savage and like Future and all these folks like it's becoming a lot more aware now because a social media and b you and I were, were growing up. So like we were, we're aware of this shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. do you remember DMX? Oh yeah. You remember where the hood at? Oh yeah. So he had an entire verse about like queer folk and oh, no. trans folks. Oh no. And Please, like, if this if this triggers you, like, please skip ahead, like, a minute. Okay. So, he starts off. He said, last I heard, y'all niggas was having sex with the same sex. I show no love to homo thugs. Empty out, reload, and throw more slugs. How you gonna explain fucking a man? Even if we squash the beef, I ain't touching your hand. I don't fuck with chumps. For those who have been in jail, that's the cat with the Kool-Aid on his lips and pumps. I don't fuck with niggas that think they broads. 
only how to be one way, and that's the dog. Wow. And... <laughs> scene. Like, um, yeah. It, like, it, like in, in the thing, like, this was a very popular single <laughs> that, like, pretty much it had an entire verse. And the video, like, featured, <laughs> like, this type of shit. Like, I'm, like... And it's wild because, like, you know, back in 03, I'm, I'm, I'm like in junior high. I hear the song and I'm like rapping along. I don't even, I don't even understand this stuff, but, and I find it really interesting, I guess, like why I'm super interested in it now, because uh, we always talk about Iron Madison the third on this show because a, he's fantastic and <laughs> all this stuff. So he wrote this piece uh, on GQ called four, Jay-Z's 444 is a testament to capitalism. And he mentions that, like, Jay-Z's album is, like, is his most, like, quote-unquote LGBTQ positive album. Because, like, A, you know, he um, had his mom who come who came out on the record. And he has, like, a song dedicated to Moonlight. Um, but Ira does something really interesting. And he brings up, like, one of Jay's old lyrics from, like, Reasonable Doubt, which is, like, pretty much celebrated as, like, his best and... I believe his first, one of his earliest albums. And in that in that record, he had the lyric. Again, if this offend if this like triggers you, like please skip ahead fifteen seconds. Alright. Too many faggot niggas clock in my spending. Exercise your gay minds like Richard Simmons. Damn. Yeah, like not like not even trying to be covert. Like <laughs> and so it really makes me think like is um with marginalized folks like come uh continuing to come into the limelight like we have like queer rappers and all these things like m- making money and touring and all this stuff like do you think there's going to be a point where like like folks like i don't know like like the like 21 savage and like still actively using like queer as a slur and all these folks like do you think eventually these people are going to get pushed out and like the same way where you don't necessarily like there's no white rappers that are actively saying nigga um on like top 40 like do you think that's gonna happen um yes but they're gonna have to be aged out i think um it's probably gonna take another generation of hip-hop artists to like kind of um change that molding um i think so many of us who like came up with hip-hop we we were kind of accustomed to having derogatory slurs and um just rap being so anti-feminist that that's the kind of music that we're just used to making i think when that it's a kind of like a gap, like a generation gap is put in place and the new artists who are coming up who are talking about their experiences and like not so gender conforming heteroconforming kind of breaking that chain it will take time but i don't think it's anytime soon honestly mm. yeah and i just find it really interesting because like 21 savage was born in 1992 and but he still grew yeah. up with you know artists who like kanye who were like definitely in their early albums were making some 
Fuego takes on, um, you know, not just women, but um, the queer community. Mm-hmm. So, and I just find it so I find it like super interesting too. And then like this is the this is like my last point. And then gladly, I think we need to take a break because my chest is mm-hmm. getting tight. Um, oh, is no. is that like? With this, like, generation, you know what I mean? Like, we, we assume that, like, okay, everybody young is so, quote-unquote, woke. Uh, I hate that word. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's just interesting that, like, a lot, I wanna, a lot I of... I want to reclaim, I want to reclaim, like, not, I'm, not, I'm not woke. I'm awake. Or, I don't know, something different. Because that's... Don't, don't. I, want, I don't even want to do that. I don't know. Don't let, don't let uh, Denny's uh, hear ya. Um <laughs> so (laughs) the denny's twitter i don't know anyway uh so i you know and i i think like i guess the biggest thing is like toxic masculinity or something like that because it's like regardless like these folks are young like 21 savage like but at the same time like you have will yaddy who's like a couple years younger and they're they're kind of like in the same generation but it's like more like i'm i don't know i'm trying to be positive that like like you said, like eventually people will age out, and at the same time, like I don't know, Cher. I just want to vent. I don't have an answer here, but it's just <laughs> the open-ended Classic way. Open-ended. I don't have an I don't have an answer, but I just have thoughts that I'm trying to process. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, like going further, just like I think with the way, like just in any kind of genre of music there is a eventual digression um divergence from certain ways like you know the pop is it's gotten more dancey it's not so much lyric based it's more about beats and how that has kind of you know broken away from like you know the typical pop song how that has changed and meta and you know the metamorphosis of a pop song has been gradual, like in everything else. So it's gonna take it's gonna take some time for hip hop to do that same thing. And I'm not sure what it looks like in 20 years. What hip hop is gonna be like? If it's gonna be more beat based, gonna be back, going back to lyric based, and not so much of a triggering um, lyric based uh, persuasion. But I'm I I have optimism. I think that there could be change there's lots of room for change and i think with the way kids are you know you have your fifth wave feminists who like gender is just just like a a memory at this point you know (laughs) like (laughs) these teens and these kids who are coming up today i think there is room for change but um yeah i'm not sure how long it's gonna take for hip hop i think tumblr is the future totally i'm here for tumblr let's hope verizon doesn't screw it up Uh. (laughs) Why would Verizon screw it up? I think up? they uh, that they they bought Yahoo, so they oh, fuck, so that means Tumblr. Right. So oh god damn it, oh. <laughs> fucking Verizon. This week we are sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, hey. and they didn't ask us to read ads, so enjoy the rest of the show. Nay. Okay, Cher, let's let's sh- let's shake it out because. <laughs> Because you know what? You had some stresses. Yeah, we did. Um, you had some stresses for sure. Yeah. So let's let's loosen up a little bit. Uh, you know what time it is? It's open call time. It's open call time. Boop, 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 boop. Open call. Ooh, that it was that was time. really loud. That that Sorry, that, that one hot. that one kind of that one kind of took me by surprise. Open call <laughs> is where we give a <laughs> shout out to <laughs> what it is. Brooklyn? We are feeling this week. Yeah, I felt that one in my chest. 
um it could be a concept it can be an idea it's honestly whatever we want because it's our show so share what are you feeling this week um nothing in particular but i do want to make a redaction <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i want to make a redaction oh yeah this is great i That's shouted great. out a few weeks ago so i gave um i gave time to a show called glow and said i liked it well i finished it and i don't like it and so i will tell you why um the progression i thought that the show was gonna go towards as far as like the people of color in that show and maybe giving them you know a few more storylines yeah that didn't happen and so like my beef is mostly just like the idea that like intersectionality is not just putting black people in a show you gotta actually do something with them hey blum 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 yeah that's not like just because you have like a couple of black faces and a couple brown folks in the crowd does not make it intersectional like what the fuck so um yeah shout not out to um glow um uh yeah it's a bummer i had characters and had uh, in the characters rather than the characters are awful i had actors that i enjoyed but yeah they uh had a missed up there so um yeah that's kind of what i'm feeling this week is a little bit of um a little bit of flack for that show what about you james oh man you're fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so i'm giving a shout out to a delicious snack and that is flaming hot cheetos and particularly hey. i'm giving it a shout out this week because there is a new flavor that really kind of took me by surprise so imagine all right you're on a walk with me we're going into a grocery store Bodega. well this one's actually a real quote-unquote real grocery store right. <laughs> it's called New York standards yeah 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 as in it has aisles uh <laughs> and there are check there are checkout belts it's not just oh, a counter shit. which is line. Which, hey. which is my count like for like a real grocery store so we're walking in we go past the produce because fuck that shit make a left you go to the chip aisle okay and then you see the hot cheetos but behind the hot cheetos is a new hot cheeto it's called chipotle ranch flaming hots sir you talked about this so much last week I just love how like you're not amused by this. So because re- <laughs> I know I love it though. It's, it's so like- <laughs> so on paper it sounds terrible, but like hear me out, yo. Like the ranch, like is like a perfect mixture of the acid of the hot cheeto like the powder (laughs) that it subdues it in this like beautiful way where it's like you get like a nice tingy taste like it's it's delicious so it like look in your local grocery store if you have some like take a photo (laughs) at us (laughs) at open-ended fm with 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 you enjoying your chipotle ranch flaming hot if you find it if you find I want to see those dusty red tips, red fingertips. I'm about to say, make sure you're talking fingers here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
hey sure guess what what we're at the end of an episode and it's episode 95 what isn't that 95. wild feeling live i knew you were gonna say that anyway we are we are five episodes away from 100 this is legit blowing my mind right now i know wow so Why are we still doing the show <laughs> i love it i, I love it so much i never want to stop literally think that anyway <laughs> so if you want more of us um you can follow us on twitter we are at open-ended fm and while you're listening to the show or you want to like show some love you can add us or like use the hashtag it's a uh, hashtag open-ended all one word uh if you want to find me personally on twitter i am at underscore james t green and i'm at share musings and if 140 characters doesn't you know give you all the room to say what you need to say you can send us an email at the open-ended podcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you on itunes or other apple podcasts you can leave a review or give us five stars you can also find us on apple Podcasts, radio public overcast pocket cast wherever you can find podcasts literally everything that has like cast at the end um we might be on spotify soon so yeah i don't know if that's like your your stick but whatever google play (laughs) um floppy disks we send it out floppies you know only it's like two seconds of the beginning but we'll send you like about like 500 more how long how much could a, a floppy disk actually hold um if i'm not it's not a if it's I'm, not a gig I know it's, that it's, sure. it's definitely not a gig i want to say it might be one megabyte or it might be less yeah or like i think it's like 128 gigabytes or something like that not gigabytes definitely no, kilobytes I, I said gigabytes kilobytes kilobytes geez okay <laughs> i knew that word and also like <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want to um, send us some cash, you can do that. That's openended.fm slash donate. So we'll be back next week for episode 96. But until next time, keep things open-ended. Loudness.